welcome Winning Daily Podcast. We're here for February 18th and 19th. We're going to start you out with a whole bit of Aussie Open action, get into a little domestic soccer league action. Uh, not much uh, other than that. Uh, small soccer slate uh, tomorrow. We'll have a much bigger one for Saturday's matchups. Uh, the Aussie Open is starting to come to a close. Uh, no NBA picks today, but a whole lot of college basketball picks. Really big slate in college basketball. So let's get to that Aussie Open action. Denny Medvedev, minus 3.5, minus 145 versus Tipsis. Really like this pick. Uh, I've already talked about how I think Medvedev's going to win this tournament. Think he'll dominate Tipsis after Tipsis' big Nadal win and uh, comeback. Think uh, Tipsis went about as far as he could go, and Medvedev will definitely dominate this matchup. So love Medvedev, minus the 3.5. Though minus 145 is a little bit of a tough read there, but uh, it will do nonetheless. All right, let's go to the soccer portion of things. Only one matchup I like, uh, Syria. It's uh, Florentina, minus 105 versus Spezia. These are two teams uh, around the same spot in the table, around the same record. Uh, Florentina has really struggled to score, but they seem to find some goals last week. Uh, they're at home. I look for them to keep that form, find some goals this week versus Spezia, who's given up a ton of goals this season, 38 goals on the year. So uh, really like Florentina at a nice small price of minus 105. No NBA picks today, so let's bring in our man Dynamite David and get into our college basketball. All right, we're here with our man Dynamite David. Finally, a full slate of college basketball. It took me a little bit to go through this games today. Our man Dynamite, how many picks do we have today? I've got five for you today, uh, but only featuring two conferences. Well, I got six today, and I'm featuring conferences all over the place. So a big day for us in college basketball. Why don't you start us out? Uh, we're going to start off in the Big Ten. I I like I really like Iowa tonight, plus two and a half at uh, Wisconsin. Um, Garza is coming off a really tough game against Michigan State where he went three for 11, but they still managed to win by, by 30 there. Um, you know, I'm keeping an eye on Wisconsin's defense here. They're 10th in Ken Palm rankings and defensive efficiency, but I just I think they're just going to get overpowered by Iowa's offense tonight. Not going to be able to keep up on the offensive side, uh, and I like the fact that Iowa's getting two and a half here. <clears throat> uh, going to the other conference I'm going to talk about today, I got the Pac-12. I like Oregon, minus two and a half at home versus Colorado tonight. Uh, Colorado won the early matchup in the year. Uh, I took Colorado, or I took Oregon in that game. I'm taking Oregon this time. Hopefully, I can get the win this time. Uh, Oregon's riding a three-game winning streak. They're at home, and I, I think, you know, just being a two-and-a-half favorite, I really like that spread. Yeah, I, I, I struggle with this one. I really wanted to take Oregon. Uh, just had a hard time reading Colorado. Have I had a hard time reading Colorado all year long? They've really had some uh, nice win and played good basketball. But then you go through their like Pac-12 slate, and they have losses to some of the worst teams in the Pac-12. And I'm like, what really is this team? You know. So I just was like, do we get the Colorado who's been able to pretty much beat anyone, or do we get the Colorado who's losing games to like Washington? So uh, I just got scared off a little bit. They're much better at home, yes. and I think that's probably the big reason I'm taking Oregon in this game because I, I like both of these teams pretty well, but I, I think Oregon's going to be looking for revenge because uh, I think they've lost like something like six straight against Colorado at Colorado, but they beat them a lot at home. So I'm gonna t I like the small spread. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely have my eye on it, but uh, couldn't quite pull the trigger on that one. Uh, so we're going to stay in the Pac-12. I like another uh, home team, UCLA, 
minus two and a half at home versus Arizona. Uh, they've won UCLA's won four straight against this Arizona team, including their most recent matchup, January 9th at against. I don't think it was. I don't think it was in Arizona. It was a road game. Uh, it was whatever location they were playing their games at at the time. Uh, but they won that game by four. Uh, one thing, I'm, I'm kind of going against the trend here. UCLA is 0-7 against the spread in their last seven, but I, I think they're going to break that streak at home, and the reason why is they're uh, 9-0 and at home this season. So I, I think with that spread just being a bucket and a half, uh, two and a half points, I'm, I li- really like UCLA, another small spread uh, home, yeah. home team. I, I, I liked that too. I had UCLA as about four-point favorites in that game, so I was staring at it hard. But uh, the fact that they haven't covered in uh, about a month, I'm just like, okay, uh, I think I'll just let it pass, and if it goes, it goes. But, uh, yeah, Arizona hasn't played well in about a month either, so it, it was sort of contrasting things there. Uh, next up, I've got my dynamite lock of the night. I think it's a no-brainer except for the fact I'm getting worried because it seems to be everybody's picking this team. I really like Ohio State minus four and a half tonight at Penn State. Um, Ohio State's coming off a, a huge 19-point win over a solid Indiana team, and Penn State just lost at home to Nebraska. Um, and the last the last game between these two was close. Uh, Ohio State won by four at Ohio State, but I just think the way Ohio State's playing now, they've won six straight really well offensively. They're, uh, they should be able to go in and take care of a – uh, really struggling and um, collapsing team as of late with Penn State. Yeah, uh, this should be fun because I took Penn State in this one. Uh, I, I looked at the matchup of the first matchup, and I, I liked the spread here. I like Penn State at home uh, despite that Nebraska loss. But really what I like, and you'll probably – catch on to the trend because I have the other end of the other team. Michigan and Ohio State are battling this weekend, and uh, I I think we probably have a little bit of probably a look ahead here because uh, I I think Ohio State really wants to get into that matchup with Michigan, and Michigan probably wants to get into that matchup with Ohio State. So I I thought I'd take the points at home here. Penn State, uh, before that terrible and disgusting loss to Nebraska, uh, was uh, playing pretty decent basketball, and were at least a uh, tournament dark horse a little bit uh, before uh, that really bad loss to Nebraska. So uh, they had been technically a good home t- team up into uh, the uh, the Nebraska point. But uh, this was more, uh, I think Ohio State might be looking ahead a little bit to that big matchup this weekend. I just look at the way Ohio State's been playing lately. And, and if, they, if they're not caught looking ahead, and, and I just, they're playing really good offensively. Oh, yeah. So. They're probably playing the best out of, uh, anybody that isn't named uh, Gonzaga or Baylor currently. <laughs> so last up, I, I've, I'm going with a team I've picked a lot this year. I like Stanford, uh, minus nine and a half at Washington. It's the biggest spread I'm taking today. It makes me a little nervous, but this Washington team's pretty bad. Although they are coming off a very big uh, win over their rival, Washington State, uh, I, I look for a, a letdown. You know, this isn't Washington State. This is Stanford. And, you know, I, I think no matter how bad the teams are, they're always going to get up for Washington State. But um, Stanford's a much better team here. I look for them uh, to really dominate the paint and should cover and win by double digits. All right. Going with a Stanford. Pac-10, 
Uh, I guess it's Pac-12 now, not Pac-10. Uh, we're no longer in the 2000s or the 90s. Uh, Pac-10, uh, Pac-10, I said it here, Pac-12, Big Ten, uh, Dynamite David tonight. Well, I'm going to start out in the American East and the uh, big battle between Vermont and UMBC. Uh, that's Maryland, Baltimore County for people who don't know. But uh, UMBC, uh Probably the second best team in the American East. Vermont, uh, always the best team in the American Eastern Conference. Uh, but they aren't quite as good as they usually are. Vermont usually dominates this conference really, really well. Uh, they have a couple weird losses uh, versus NJIT and Albany. Uh, granted, they've been on a big winning streak, but those are versus Binghamton, Maine, and Stony Brook, which... Uh, are the worst teams in the American East Conference. Uh, Maine, who has decided to punt on the year, was so bad. So uh, I like Baltimore County here. Uh, Vermont going down to Baltimore County. That's a decent little road trip there. And uh, Baltimore County getting four and a half points at home there. I look for Baltimore County to cover that spread. Uh, next one. We're going to the Ohio Valley, and I'm not quite as confident in this one, uh, but uh, I'm going with Jacksonville State, plus 12 and a half uh, versus Belmont. Uh, my numbers said this one is about a 10-point win. Uh, Jacksonville State's on about a four-game winning streak here, um, so uh, I thought 12 and a half was a little high. Now, um, going against Belmont is... Never a good thing. Going against Belmont at home is not a good thing, and uh, Belmont really hasn't lost since the first uh, of December around there. So a uh, dangerous one, and they've been uh, murdering this Ohio Valley Conference, which is usually a little bit more contested, but uh, Belmont coming off a win versus the uh, quote-unquote second-place team, Moorhead State 73-58, and uh, Eastern Kentucky uh, 92-74. So they've been putting the wood on everybody who's uh, – I'd say at least a contender in this conference, uh, but we'll see if they can blow out Jacksonville State. Uh, I, I just thought the number was a little bloated, but uh, I, I also wouldn't be stunned if uh, I looked at the score and it was a 20-point game uh, pretty quickly in that one. Next, we have the aforementioned Penn State uh, over uh, Ohio State at four and a half. We talked about that one. Next up, we're going to the West Coast Conference. Uh, really like Loyola Marymount here, plus the five and a half for San Francisco. These two teams are going in opposite directions. Uh, Marymount's won three games in a row. Uh, Portland, Pacific, and Santa Clara. Decent wins there with Pacific and Santa Clara. San Francisco, who started out the uh, season as sort of a little bit of a dark horse candidate to contend in the West Coast Conference. Um, really has dropped off the map. They've lost uh, four of their last five. Uh, granted, those are BYU, St. Mary's, Pepperdine, and Gonzaga, probably the top four teams in that conference, but San Francisco was supposed to be a top team in that conference. So I, I just like Marymount getting five here as these two teams are on the opposite end, one on a winning streak, one on a losing streak here. And uh, next up, we're going to the big sky, and we're going to go with Southern Utah, minus six and a half for Sacramento State. Uh, really tough road trip for uh, Sacramento State here. Um, Southern Utah, 13-3 and three on the year, only losses to Eastern Washington and Weber State, who are two of the other top teams in the big sky. Um, so really like this, and Sacramento State, uh, always a poor team and has really, really struggled losing uh, – three straight to Eastern Washington and Cal Baptist before uh, getting that back-to-back -back win on Cal Baptist. So I look for him to struggle here going to Southern Utah, and I look for Southern Utah to cover that six-and-a-half-point spread. And lastly, we're going back to the Big Ten. We talked about Ohio State as a look-ahead game. 
We're going with Michigan to look ahead a little bit. Uh, this one I'm not as confident in as the Ohio State one because uh, Rutgers sort of sucks on the road. So, um, And Michigan was playing really, really good uh, before they had the uh, two-and-a-half-week uh, break for COVID, and they bounced back and came back and uh, beat up on Wisconsin pretty good in their bounce-back game. But I thought nine-and-a-half was a tad, tad too many points, uh, especially with that uh, look-ahead game. So uh, if anything, I hope to split the difference and at least split my look-aheads and one of them cover. But uh, really like – uh, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it if I get my split. I, I like Rutgers here plus the nine-and-a-half uh, – Rutgers, who sort of righted the ship since that uh, little bit of a spazzy uh, stretch from about uh, early January to the end of January, only lost that uh, one game away at Iowa uh, since then. So um, really like the Rutgers nine and a half here. Be sure to follow us on GreenlightNetwork.org, Greenlight Network on Facebook and YouTube. Where can we find you, Dynamite? Follow me on Twitter at GLN Dynamite underscore D. You can find me at GLNChamp5 on Twitter and Instagram. That's our show, and we're out.